Welcome to Basecamp for Men. I'm your host, Tony Rezac. This is the show that gives you insights and resources on how to live a more courageous life. We'll be looking at men, the current state of masculinity, and how to create a more inspiring narrative for all men. Welcome and let's get started. We sit at the precipice, the completion of 2020 and the start of what will be an epic 2021 for humanity. If you have been listening and investigating, you are certainly finding some interesting truth threads. They are everywhere these days. It seems that we are being asked to integrate conflicting narratives right now. How will you process information that makes you angry or upset? How will you treat people that have a drastically different viewpoint from you? Will the left hand and right hand continue to condescend and project onto one another? Can you find the higher ground in the coming days? If you do, I promise that you will receive exactly what you need to understand what is unfolding. The new information that is coming into your awareness now and into early 2021 will be some of the most important information that you will process in your lifetime. Can you make room? Can you let go of any preconceived notions that you may have? Can you recognize what is happening in humanity, in the world, in yourself? We enter 2021 with a sense of excitement, trepidation, and alertness. The hero has prepared and is taking a hunter's stance. My guest today is a friend, entrepreneur, restaurateur, and fellow seeker of truth. Howard Ferguson is a man known as a straight shooter, a truth teller, and someone who is able to integrate new information and form it into a collective vision of what is happening and where we might be going. Here is my interview with Howard Ferguson. Okay, I am here with friend, entrepreneur, restaurateur, fellow seeker of truth, Howard Ferguson. Howard, welcome to Basecamp for Men. It's great to have you on the show. Tony, uh, thanks for having me. I'm I'm really excited to uh, to talk to you today. It's it's always kind of like putting on a a comfortable pair of jeans whenever I talk to you. So I'm uh, I'm I'm happy to be doing this uh, on the Sunday here. Absolutely, yeah. And it's you know it's got to be a little surreal for you because uh, I'm I'm thankful you're you're a regular listener of the show. But it's got to be a little surreal to be on the other side of the episode, right? To be creating it instead of just listening to it in the truck. No question about it. Yep. Yep. So it'll be interesting to, to hear my own voice uh, on the other side. But um, uh, again, I, I just, I love talking to you. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Howard. So, you know, you and I have both, we, we share a common ground. We've both been seekers for a long time. Um, and I guess I just wanted to start with, um, when did you first realize that that you had this trait? Because I think it, I think people have different stories about when they realize, no, I'm a seeker for truth. Um, and they often have a story maybe from their, from their childhood or their young adulthood where they realize, yeah, it really started there. And then I, I had that characteristic of always seeking out deeper knowledge all throughout my adulthood. So when, when did it start for you really? That's a, that's a good question, Tony. But, and, and I think as long as I can remember back, mm-hmm. um, I was always a little, little bit different. Uh, I was a kid in class that was, uh, I remember being called a loner and, and, and I wasn't interested in talking, you know, sports with the other guys and in grade school, I'd much rather, uh, pick up a book and, and sit in the corner during, during break, uh, and read about the Loch Ness Monster, the Bermuda Triangle or, mm-hmm. uh, whatever the, the mystery was that, uh, that, that had my attention, uh, du jour. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I was always passionate about anything that was not normal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so I was always drawn to, 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 to the mystery. And like I said, I spent countless hours as a kid in, uh, 
in the public library those days we didn't have google and all the search engines and access to to information that we do today but um so so i I think i was a seeker uh of the truth um uh, from 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 an early age and then as i kind of progressed into adolescence and whatnot uh i I did some testing uh, some human engineering testing and determined that i you know was tested strongly uh for for the aptitudes of uh, being a de- detective, ah. being able to have, uh, have deductive and inductive reasoning skills, um, so the, so those those aptitudes have served me, and that that quest and that passion for the for the non normal has just amplified as I was uh, as I've matured. That's um, great. And so yeah, yeah, that's that's that, that's when it started early yeah. on. Yeah, absolutely. I mean. We, I've talked about it with my listeners about, you know, I just recently interviewed Champ Prenia, um, who's I heard cre- that one. Yeah, the creator of the Great Awakening map. And and my listeners know that my first kind of two red pills were were crop circles in 9-11. And then it was a foray into lots of other things as I tried to make sense. And a little bit like you, like I was drawn to the paranormal and all kinds of stuff that I was seeing these different patterns. But what was, you know, what was your kind of first red pill or two where you went, hmm, what is going on here? I'm seeing something that maybe isn't jiving with the mainstream narrative or what other people are talking about. Like where, what would be like, what would be considered or qualify as a red pill for you as a young man, let's say? Yeah, well, that's another good question. Um, you know, the JFK uh, murder mystery thing was mm-hmm. was always a big deal for me, uh, and and I always kind of said to myself, God, you know, God, if you're out there and and I have a say in it, you know, don't don't let me die until I uh, learn who who murdered JFK and why, and mm-hmm. and and also I wanted to know the truth about the uh, the alien. Um, you know, were they real? Were they out there? Have they visited us? The abduction things. Um, Absolutely. But I wouldn't say either of those things. Uh, although I've been curious and I've read up on a lot of a lot of the information surrounding those, I, I wasn't really red pilled in the honest sense of that word mm-hmm. until probably 2010. And I remember we were building out uh, one of our restaurants. And uh, one of the guys that was laying tile was just an interesting cat. Um, I don't even remember his name, but I hung out with him uh, long after the day was over. And, uh, and he was kind of working the, the twilight shift. He, uh, uh, he would come over and lay tile for a couple hours. And he started talking to me about conspiracies. And, and he said, you know, you got to go home and watch the Zeitgeist movies. And uh, I'm sure you've seen that, Tony. No, Uh, I don't think I have, actually. Really? Yeah. I forget who who it's by or whatever, but it really kind of lays out the whole Illuminati, Cabal, uh, 9-11 scam, and kind of goes along the the gamut, the gauntlet of uh, conspiracy theories Mm -hmm. um, proper. And so I watched that, that movie, and I was intrigued. I mean, I wasn't drawn in. I thought, oh, this guy's... This guy's kind of out there. Um, yeah. Even with nine eleven, I, I really didn't, you know, know what to believe if what they were saying was true—that it was done with explosives and all this stuff. Yeah. But little by little, using my you know detective skills, I, uh, I dug deeper and deeper and deeper. And the more I dug, the the more clearly it, it jumped out at me as uh, uh, as an inside job, and that the cabal yeah. was real. And 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 every day, uh, the more and more evidence, you know, just kind of falls into place, especially you know, today with what's going on, uh, uh, it just confirms my, my, my suspicion. So I, I would say that I was really red pilled, uh, on that occasion, watching that movie yeah. 
yeah. the zeitgeist uh, back in, in 2010. And, uh, and now it's just a matter of, you know, which rabbit hole I'm digging in uh, these days. I remember reading one of David Icke's books and I remember just going, you know, I was a newbie at the time. Like I had dabbled a little bit here and there, you know, and I remember reading it and just going, this guy's insane. Like there's no way this could be actually the way it is, even though like half of it was super like powerful and clear and and resonated with the truth. There was other parts where I was like, where's he going with this? Like, could it yeah. be that freaking sci-fi? Like, yeah. With you. Yeah. yeah he ta- and, and, talks about the reptilians. Yeah. And, and I was yeah. like, there's no way this guy's, this guy's insane. And yet then as events played out, it was vindicated more and more. Like I'm not saying everything he says is spot on, but he red pilled a lot of people with his books and, no and question his about point it. because, and just the sheer balls of the guy. I mean, he was way ahead of his time. Like I can't even imagine. I mean, you and I, we know quite a bit about this and I don't like to talk about it in mixed companies because it, because it makes people uncomfortable. And David Icke was a respected like anchor man in the, in the media. And he started talking about this stuff and they were just like, you know, they just threw him to the wolves. Like you're yeah. an idiot and stuff. Yeah. And, and, you know, I just have so much respect for him because he never, he just stayed with his truth. And he said, this is how I see it. This is what's really going on. And you don't know it yet, but you will. Yeah. And he's being vindicated a lot right now. Oh, very much so. Yeah. But he's, you know, it's not without being shot out, sh- yeah. shot out of the ass end of every mainstream um, yeah. media outlet and whatnot. But yeah, no, he's he's definitely uh, one of the m- more courageous guys out there. And uh, I've read a lot of his stuff and, and follow yeah. him uh, uh, a lot. So very courageous guy. And absolutely. David Wilcock as well. Um, as- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we're such on a precipice right now. We're in... We're coming up on January 6th, so this is going to come out a couple days before. Um, you know, there's a ton of excitement in the air. Um, you know, Trump has called patriots to D.C. on January 6th, and there's this kind of underlying sense of this long battle is coming to a head, this kind of unconventional war. Um, it's surreal because the media is not reporting any of it, so you have this kind of underground citizen journalism reporting you know, what's going on in the Patriot movement, what's going on with the alliance against the deep state. And then you have almost everybody in the country following this narrative that says, no, 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 none of that's really going on. It's just business as usual and Biden's getting ready. And it's, it's, it's one of the most surreal um, experiences I ever had. You know, I never thought the narratives were that far apart. And, and it's like something's got to give. And, and if you follow the Patriot movement, you get that there could be some really drastic things happening in the next couple of weeks, maybe even this coming week. Um, and I guess, you know, you and I have talked a lot about the, the oh shit, dystopian, you know, holy shit, what, look what Bill Gates is trying to do. What the hell's going on here with the communism? Um, and, uh, I guess I just want to ask you, like, how do you keep upbeat? Like, how do you keep the higher frequency or the the, the humanist vision that we're that we're going to come out on top? Because a lot of people are thinking it's either we're screwed or they don't even know there's a battle right now. Frankly, well, that's what I, that's what I was going to you know say, I mean? Tony. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. so for you to say, you know, we're in this uh, you know historical battle for for good and evil, and for the you know at least you know the the 
sanctity and the continuation of the republic as we know yeah. it, our nation. You know, but but you and I are in the minority for even believing that, for even thinking yeah. that. I mean, yeah. the majority of the people, like you say, are uh, are you know sound asleep, um, following the narrative of the the mainstream media, which is, you know, it's obviously uh, a false narrative, and uh, and we've never been in a situation like this, which leads me to believe, you know, that we really are truly at the precipice of of, of something a great turning point uh, in the world, not just in the country, but in the world yeah. as, a, as a whole. Because, you know, as you corner a pack of rats, you know, they start lashing out ferociously at you. And, and, and yeah. I, I see that happening today with the, the mainstream media telling lies and the social media yeah. uh, censoring uh, honesty and whatnot. And I, I don't know if you follow um, Wyatt on Twitter or not, W-Y-A-T-T, but... Yeah. Uh, he, tw- he tweeted out today, uh, and I'm going to read it real quick. It says, just look at us. Everything is backwards. Everything is upside down. Doctors destroy health. Lawyers destroy justice. Universities destroy knowledge. Governments destroy freedom. The major media destroys information, and religions destroy spirituality. Mm. And I mean, that's spot on. I mean, that's not histrionics. That's actually what's going on. So, But, but half of the or more of, of, uh, of the population on this planet don't know that, yeah. which means they don't believe that, which means they're not going to wake up nice and gently. I mean, I they're going to get it with a, with a, a cold slap in the face. And, yeah. uh, and so, so I, I think, you know, our mission, we can talk about this a bit later is, is, you know, to be there for those people, um, mm-hmm. to, to, to be strong and to be an example of calm and, and resilience. Uh, and you asked me, you know, how I might do that and how I do do that because it is tough being, uh, you know, one of the early guys that's awake um, mm-hmm. to, to what's going on because it's frustrating. You want to just get up on top of your house and scream, you know, wake the fuck up. Yeah, absolutely. You know, somebody, my God, the house is burning down. Yep. Um, and you could do that and you'd get, you know, you, at best, you know, looked at like you're a kook or worse, thrown in, in, in jail. So, yeah. so what I do is uh, I've been a follower of... Uh, uh, have a lot of different meditation, you know, modalities and, and techniques throughout the years and throughout my, my transformational journey. But uh, the one that I do on a daily basis is, and you had Howard Martin on from HeartMath uh, a, a couple episodes ago. Yep. And uh, I am a big, big believer in the work that they do and uh, in the, mythologies, the, the method, methodologies that they have. Um, for you know, staining coherence in a time of uh, of of distress or disorder, which we are in, and that's uh, and Howard talked about it. So I would suggest to the to the listeners that they go back and if they if they miss that episode and um, listen to it because Howard talks and he actually, uh, as I recall, takes you through a a little bit of the breath work, uh, the quick connect breath, where you breathe into the heart and bring up a elevated emotion and you create mm-hmm. you know coherent uh sine waves between your your heart and your and your and your brain um wh- and you can do it you know the more proficient you get at it and the more you practice it you can do it at five six seven seconds while you're sitting in a, a stoplight um, while you're driving to work and so i find myself using that uh religiously throughout the day um, whenever i start feeling uh a little a little bit out, out of sorts or out of uh or I feel that stress creeping in or, or that sinking feeling of uh, dystopian uh, disaster that you know, seems to be looming if, if you watch the news. I also stopped watching the, the news. Oh, and course. I think you did too, Tony. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I completely turned it off. Yeah. off. And, and I held on to Fox News for a while. I was watching Tucker Carlson and, 
and Laura Ingram. But when uh, those guys kind of blatantly jumped off the cliff Mm -hmm. of objectivity and and truth uh, as well. So I I don't watch any of that. And and really, I think the only one that might be worth watching uh, is is the OAN, the One American Networker. Mm -hmm. And I watch that and I I, um, follow Epic Times on, on Twitter. Yeah, I love Epic Times. Yeah, yeah. So, so those two seem to be about the only uh, place to get a, a a fair dose of what's going on out there. Um, but, but even then, you've got to be skeptical. Um, you know, yeah. and, and Twitter has become the, uh, you know, the people have become the patriots have become the new media, the new source of of mm-hmm. news. Um, mm-hmm. But, but there's a lot of crap in there, and there's a lot of trolls, and there's a lot of. Uh, a lot of falsehood. So, so you need, you need to take it with a, with a big grain of salt and, uh, and, and just kind of trust. I've learned to trust my gut, you know, over the years and, and getting into that heart coherence with the heart math technique is one way to, uh, to, to, to really get in touch with your heart and your heart, your heart knows. I mean, uh, your heart is what connects you to the, to the matrix, to the field. Um, and that's the, you know, that's the ultimate knowledge and, and the realm of all, all possibilities is, is the quantum field. So love it. Yeah. So, so I, I love getting into coherence and, and, yeah. and when you, when you're in there, then you can ask the question, does, is this, does, does this resonate with me? Does this sound true? Mm-hmm. Is Trump going to be reelected? And, you know, sometimes you, you actually can hear, uh, hear it as a voice. The answer, sometimes you get a tingling in a certain place in your body and one of the, one of your chakras, um, but but you can get an answer. You can you can, uh, and I found that you can depend on it. I mean, believe it or not, I use it to to dabble in the stock market a little bit, and it's uh, it's been successful over the last couple of years. That's great. <laughs> I don't know if I I recommend that to anybody, but uh, but definitely go to the HeartMath uh, uh, website and, and check out their stuff. It's easy, it's simple, and it's profound. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love that you brought the heart in and, and also to use it as a guide for how you, as a, as a compass for truth as well. I think right now there's, yeah. it's such a contentious landscape. Uh, the information landscape is, is confusing at best. And like you said, there's not real clear channels to get. I mean, you could go over to Oan or you could try to find one person here or there. And like you said, Twitter, sometimes you can find some really things that resonate as truth in there. Um, but it's a super challenging time. And I think a lot of people are not checking their compass very well. They're just going along. They might have an uneasy feeling that, you know, this seems like a bunch of shit, but I don't know where else to look. I just, mm. you know, a lot of my friends that are on the left are like, I don't know what's going on. You know, I think that's their feeling is like, I don't know. You right. know? And they're not, they're not exactly finding the right channels to start to put the picture together. Hopefully that will be coming you know, in the next, in this next several months, because I think, and I have a ton of compassion for people on the left. I, I, I'm getting tired of the, you know, uh, oh, they're, you know, they're idiots and they're asleep. And that was me. I mean, I, yeah. I slowly awakened over time and, um, you know, it's not easy to wake up when you're being fed all the lies. And I, one of the things I'm looking forward to is a reexamination of who Donald Trump is as a president, because they have been so conditioned to hate this man. Yeah. And if they really knew what he was fighting for, they would be like, oh my God, thank you for being a warrior for the Republic and being a warrior for my freedoms and for, for, you know, our lifestyle as Americans, because, uh, without, without him, 
it's 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 looking pretty hopeless in terms of uh going down the the communism trail you know and uh you know he he gets a bum rap and not patriots love him but on the left it's just like they 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 just want to get him out of there at all costs so right well they've been fed that narrative you know over and over and over for four years that orange man bad and and uh, blah 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 and and uh yeah, I mean they're they're about to. I mean, one way or another, whether whatever happens on Wednesday, um, yeah, or, or you know, I, I get a feeling that we still aren't going to know definitively on on Wednesday that it's going to get get pushed I know. back. And I know, uh, but anyways, at some point here soon, within the month of January, twenty twenty one, yeah, uh, those people are gonna they're gonna we're all gonna know. I mean, exactly, we're gonna whether or not Trump remains president or or or. Or Biden, I, I don't think Biden gets uh, gets inaugurated because uh, uh, several uh, channelers that I follow and, and know and trust uh, very very well have they both said that Donald Trump is the last United States president. Mm. So and, and logically that doesn't make sense to me, but in my gut that really resonates. So so mm-hmm. I, I, I'm on the I'm of the the thought that that Biden doesn't get inaugurated. That's all I'm going to say. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, so, but everybody's going to know here real quick. You know, the Trump wasn't the the orange man bad that they were uh, they were led to believe. That, well, if, that, if that he was a patriot, and I think if Trump, you know, either if they take him out, he gets murdered. Yeah. If somehow the 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 fraud holds and he and he doesn't get a, a second term, the fight's not over by any any means. I mean, right. it just goes underground. I mean, uh, the, what's in motion is is can't be stopped now. And, yeah. And, and the cabal's going down, and the and and the world is going to be a different place. It's going to be a much better place. But yeah, uh, unfortunately, if without Trump there, it's going to be a lot rougher. Put it that way. And, and exactly, I, I, dare I say, uh, deadlier. But but yeah. at least with Trump, and you know, we'll, we'll have a, a, an easier go of the transition. Um, yeah. I, I do. I think the the, the system's going to fail. Uh, under either uh, administration, I think it's, uh, it's it's at a breaking point. It's broken. Um, mm-hmm. Information ecology is broken. That's never happened before, in, 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 as long as we know, in this uh, iteration of civilization anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it hasn't. It's completely broken. Um, it's, uh, it's intentionally broken, which is even even scarier. But um, when that when that's gone, I mean, where you know, information is everything. Yeah. And when the information is is stolen and subverted and and turned upside down, uh, we're all in a lot of trouble. Well, and you and I talked about this. I said this is. I don't remember another year ever in my life where I could. I can't picture what the end of twenty twenty one is going to look like. Like, I have no fucking idea. Like, usually, you know, like you and I, it's like, oh, your, your restaurant, you're going to open up a new restaurant or we're going to expand into this. Right. No, I'm going right. to go on vacation, going to follow Nancy on her basketball. You know, you like, you plan your vacations and, you know, let's go boating with the Rezacs or whatever. And it's like, you know, that's all great. But the 2021, I'm just like, let's that, that, just get to the end of January 1st. You know, it's just like, first we got to see if there's sealed indictments unsealed and there's an arrest. I mean, there's- I know, so I'm, I, I'm with you, brother. That's the, oh, that's my man. biggest, that's my biggest uh, problem with all this is, you know, how, how do you, you know, keep one foot, you know, in the, in the, uh, <laughs> in the Day-to-day real world, life, so to speak, yeah, or in the, yeah. yeah and, 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 and the, knowing everything that we know, um, it's very, very tough to plan, and it's uh, it can be stressful. So absolutely, yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm with I you. Know. I just hope we know soon uh, 
and and I, I hope it ends, you know, uh, on a relatively peaceful peaceful note, and then we can start living a, a new dream as a collective society. Absolutely, this, uh, this dream didn't work so well. It didn't. Uh, right. It got hijacked, and it. I think people wake up and say, "Wow, I've been living." You know, it's been a pretty shitty system for yeah for everybody, but a very small. Uh, percent of people at the very top of the pyramid so absolutely well and i, I you and i talked about so i was secretly hoping all the shit would hit the fan and then we would do our episode because it'd be a lot more like oh well i know but of course you know, we, yeah we can yeah. do another one you know it's just i uh you know it's funny it's like of all the guests i've had on um i think almost every single one has mentioned meditation in one way shape or form as yeah. a resource i mean everyone you include i mean there's hardly anybody i don't seek out people that are meditators but i get on people. And then when we ask about what do you recommend and everybody's like, Oh God, meditation, make sure you're doing your meditation. Yeah. Help you a ton. Yeah. I mean, my, my, my mentor, Dr. Joe Dispenza always says, yeah. when you don't go within, you go without. Mm. And, uh, and I found that to be a uh, very much a truism. Well, Howard, which, what resources do you recommend for people? You've mentioned heart math. Um, what other resources Joe Dispenza, I guess would be one too, right? For you. Clearly, I mean, there's you know, yeah. I started off uh, in, in meditation, doing transcendental meditation back mm-hmm. in, uh, in the late '90s, and that you know that was great too. But I really, really like Joe, and yeah. uh, you know, everybody kind of has to find their own you know personal taste, what they like. Some people, you know, Dr. Joe is almost exclusively uh, you know deals with guided meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't like uh, guided meditations; they're they're, they're more. Um, efficient with uh with silent meditation so you've got to kind of try some different different uh people uh and see see what resonates with you but but dr joe's been fantastic and even if you don't do his meditations i highly recommend uh the book that he he's written and you've talked about it on a few of your episodes too yeah. it's, be, it's called becoming supernatural yeah and uh i mean he, he came out a couple years ago and so good. uh I mean, when I read it, I was on the advanced waiting list for it. And when it showed up, I literally just locked the doors in the house and read it, yep. you know, straight through for, for three days. And I uh, immediately wrote a review on Amazon for it saying it was, you know, the best spiritual book ever written. And yep. and and uh, this is no, not hyperbole here. I literally went through uh, my, my library of <laughs> spiritual books and took about at least half of them down to Goodwill after yep. that. I just, because it just replaced them. It made all, totally. you know, all my Deepak Chopper, all that, all that yep. stuff was just became old hat. It's like, wow, this guy's done. And, and the technology has changed. The research Absolutely. has changed. And, uh, and Dr. Joe, I love the fact that, that, that he does everything, uh, you know, kind of scientifically because he was, he was very, uh, concerned at least in the early years with, with being, you know, a, peer reviewed by by the science scientific community so his his stuff is backed up with with facts and even though it a lot of it is you know will, will seem a little woo woo to you um for the for the people that are more on the fence I, th- I think it's a it's a good route to to follow into the meditation realm yeah he he really strikes the balance between left brain and le- right brain right for and between sure. absolutely you know, the EM field. And I mean, yeah, I, I had the same experience when I read the book. I was just immersed in it. I was taking extensive notes, which I only do that for the really good books. Yeah, And it did, I went to my shelf and got rid of, you know, 30 books that I didn't need any longer because I understood things on a whole another level because of that book. I mean, it was, it's, it's one of those top shelf books that everybody should check out. Whether or not you're into spirituality, it's still just got right. tons of tools for you to transcend whatever's limiting limiting you, so it's it's right. it's one of those that has mass appeal. Um, yeah. Anything else? 
Yeah, another one for sure I, I definitely want to promote here is uh, Dr. Bruce Lipton's. Um, oh. Uh, it's it's on audiobooks. It's I think you also get it as as a white paper. I'm not sure it's actually in book form, um, but it, but it is on uh, Audible. I know I've listened to it several times. It's called Spontaneous Evolution. Okay, our our positive future and a way to get there from here. And I mean I, I'm not sure when it was written. It's co-authored with a with another uh, philosopher. I can't. Mm-hmm. Beerman is his name. Uh, uh, and I listened to it, I don't know, three or four years ago, but it is more present today. It, there couldn't be anything more perfect for everybody to, to go read or listen to right now. But he talks about, you know, how we're in the, the middle of a, a mass sixth extinction. Mm-hmm. And he makes the analogy, you know, between the dinosaurs and the mammals and, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. And, well, the humans are the uh, are the mammals in, in today's uh, uh you know, iteration of, of that story and, and the big corporations and the government and the NGOs are, are, are the dinosaurs. And, and he's, you know, saying that we're evolving in a way we're going, you know, human as a, as a collective, you know, consciousness and society is going into the chrysalis, just like the, uh, the, uh, the caterpillar. And, uh, you know, and we, we need to spark our imaginative, uh, imaginal cells uh, and right. recreate ourselves as a species. But uh, but uh, as the mammals, we're going to come out on top, and the because we can adapt and change, we can meditate, we can hmm. we can change our subconscious, we can we can change the way we think, we can become heart centric, and we can become loving, and we can. Uh, so he talks about the the corporations crumbling and falling, and, and the governments you know, being toppled, uh, and and at the end of all that, I mean, I don't you know who knows. What that's going to look like is it going to be through war, through attrition, through uh, you know just just decay? I don't know. Nobody really knows. Right. But we do we do know that uh, it's up to us uh, to to collectively be in a, a marginal cell, and um, and so that you know that puts a lot of a lot of responsibility on us, and, uh, and it, it, we can't just sit back and think, well, somebody's going to do it for us. Whether that's Trump or you know whether JFK is going to come come back, you know to. Yeah, to life yeah. or something and save us. Uh, we, we really kind of have to save our, save ourselves. But uh, that Bruce, Bruce Lipton is a must read. He talks uh, about how the, the Darwin's theories are, are going by the wayside, even in mainstream uh, academia and scientific circles. And that the, the true uh, nature of nature is, uh, is, 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 is not competition, but it's cooperation. And mm-hmm. he has, you know, loads and loads of evidence in there uh, on that. Um, to de- debunk uh, the Darwinian, and that's kind of you know our whole economy, our whole society is based on. He's another one that goes left brain, right brain, right. He does for both. sure. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. He, he and Dr. Joe are buddies. They they present yeah. a lot together. Um, and uh, of course, you know, Greg Braden's got a good book called Resilience from the Heart. Mm-hmm. Talks about you know how to, how to be resilient in difficult times. Well, we're clearly uh, entering different mm-hmm. difficult times right now. So yeah. that that's a good book by him. Um, there are some great papers i follow this guy martin gettys on twitter and i highly would recommend yeah. uh and i know i've given you uh he's got a couple white papers they're free for download on his website yep uh one is called uh, on Q, mm-hmm. and it talks all about the the origins of where the q phenomena the QAnon started from it goes through uh you know complete history and uh that's really good it's just 40 pages and then he just came out with another one that is called Open Your Mind to Change, a guidebook to the Great Awakening. Hmm. 
And I don't know if you've seen that one, Tony, but it's also available on his website for uh, for download. They're just spot on. He's a he's a brilliant thinker. He uh, calls himself a polymath technological analyst, and he lives in England. Uh, he's kind of a Renaissance guy. He's an artist. He's a photographer. He's a good writer too. Um, great writer, yeah. and he just writes so clearly. Yeah, and uh, there's no hyperbole. Um, he, he says when he's you know going out on a limb without any you know any sauce to back it up. Um, but he doesn't do that often. So he's, he, he, those are two really good reads if uh, if somebody's just kind of getting interested in yeah. what we're I, talking about. I reached out. I reached out to Martin, and uh, he said, I, "I can't do it this at, at the end of 2020, but reach out at the beginning of 2021. Let's talk. Maybe I'll come on and do an episode with you." So I'm really hoping to get him on. Oh, that'd think, be great. I think that'd it'd be, be great, fantastic. Tony. So, well, Howard, thanks so much for coming on Basecamp for Men. Uh, I've been looking forward to talking to you and doing the episode, and we've had dinner with each other, and we kept kicking the tires on it. So we finally did it, um, and it was just great to talk to you. Have a great 2021. Um, and I think it's going to be a really exciting year for us. So I'm super pumped and, you know, happy to be your partner and your friend in this because it's a really exciting time to be alive right now. Likewise, Tony. Happy to be on the journey with you and uh, the best to all the listeners out there. Absolutely. Thanks, Howard. Right. Happy New Year. Yeah, yep. Bye-bye. I hope you enjoyed our time with our friend Howard Ferguson. A few resources for you for the upcoming year. I highly, highly recommend my teacher Patrick Connor's New Year Intention Meditation. If you go to sharmada.org, that's www.sharmada.org, you'll see it right there on the top of the first page and it's completely free. Howard recommended the HeartMath Institute, Dr. Joe Dispenza in his excellent book, Becoming Supernatural, and Dr. Bruce Lipton's Spontaneous Evolution. I also love what Howard said about accessing heart coherence, not only for your health and spiritual well-being, but as a way to fine-tune your instrument for resonating with truth. Seems like a good thing for us to continue to develop right now. That's our show for today. Man, remember that the story of your life is not yet all told. I'm Tony Rezac, and thank you for listening to Basecamp for Men. 